Do you know what it is to be a man? Do you know what masculine energy? Well, today's book review is The Way of the Superior Man. Welcome to the Principles of Success, interviewing the experts. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. So, this is this type of book I always have a hard time with, especially when I'm first starting to get into the book, because it's one of those what I call LA New Age enlightened think thinking authors. And those type of people would essentially call me a prude. But the book is still a very useful book. It talks about masculine energy pretty in-depth. Now, this book is obviously written towards masculine men. But in any relationship, you need masculine energy and feminine energy. They are like magnetism. You need a positive and a negative. You need masculine and feminine for any relationship to work. This is why you see in most lesbian couples, you have one chick who is obviously the dude in the relationship. For a relationship to work, you need a masculine and a feminine. Sexual polarity is required for sexual passion. And so if you're in a relationship and it can be with a, if you're in a relationship, man and woman, and you're, it's a man and wife, but your energies are becoming less polarized, she's becoming more masculine, you're becoming more feminine, then that sexual tension, that sexual passion goes away. You need to be true to your core. Do you, and the simple example of understanding if you have masculine or feminine energy is, do you get turned on more by getting pinned or pinning? This is just basically going into the archetype of that there's a dominant and a submissive. Masculine is dominant. Feminine is receiving. But it's not just sexual as in the as in sex, it's intimacy energy. It's romantic energy. This is why ladies like it when the guy plans the date, when he takes the lead. That's masculine energy. He's being dominant. He's being attractive. Now, the cool thing about this book is the chapters were all super short. And there's like 50 different chapters. And I probably won't cover all of them in depth, but I'll try and touch on each of them at least a little bit. So that was all the intro that we just covered. Chapter one is a man's way. You need to stop believing in the completion of anything. This is basically getting into the idea of I'll be happy when. I'll be happy when I get my house paid off. I'll be happy when I find my wife. I'll be happy when this project is done. Because here's the thing. A man never gets to be done. There's no completion of anything. If I work hard enough, then I can rest. One day my wife will understand about whatever. And then she'll stop complaining. I'm only doing this now so I can do what I really want later in life. Life is always going to be a dance of challenges. You should focus and be disciplined and sacrifice the now for the future. 
Those are all important things. But don't forget to live in the now as well. Spend at least one hour a day doing what you really want to do, what you feel like you need to do. You'll always have the responsibilities. Those are never going to go away. I dislike that reality, but those responsibilities are never going to go away. But while you work on those responsibilities, make sure that you take time to focus on your purpose. Not necessarily just to relax and play video games. My thing is working on my financial independence, making sure I don't have to have a job, producing this podcast. These are all examples of things that I technically don't need the res- need to do, but I'm going to do because that's what I need to do, if that made sense. Chapter two, a open heart. It's okay to feel the pain. Life is brutal. You can feel the pain. Don't let it drown you, but you don't have to bottle it up and let it crush you. Chapter three, Live as if your father were dead. Now, he takes it in one direction, and from my perspective as a reader, it's obviously due to his background. But I want to cover both sides of it. So, live as if your father were dead. He talks about no expectations. Live as if your father had no say in your life anymore. What do you want to do? What do you want to accomplish? What do you dream of? Focus on those. Quit worrying about what your parents think. Quit worrying about what they want you to do. The flip side of that, my parents have always been... I have the the most supportive parents on the planet. And yes, that makes all the difference when it comes to being able to accomplish things. Anytime I get discouraged, I call them up. They don't ever discourage me. But what I thought he was going to talk about when I read the chapter title was live as if your father was dead. You, and this is my kind of background, if my father was dead, I am the one who would be in charge of taking care of the family. The death of my father wouldn't be no more expectations. It would be, all right, how can I provide for all of my family? Now, is that a realistic reality? No. And honestly, my little brother is more capable at a lot of stuff than I am. My sisters are fine. They don't need me to take care of them. My dad's still doing great. He take, helps take care of all of us. But if he ever were to die, I've been living my life in a manner that I would be in the best setup possible to try and help take care of the family union, unit, at the very least emotionally, if not necessarily financially. Kind of that backup leadership role. Chapter 4. Know your real edge and don't fake it. What is your real edge? How much are you willing to actually do? I could be more successful, but I'd rather watch TV. That's okay. If you would rather watch TV, that's fine. Gary Vee talks about this a lot. He's, when he says work your face off, he is only talking to the people who are desperately unhappy in the situation that they currently are. I could be way, way more financially successful. I'm busy trying to find a wife. Finding a wife is a bigger priority to me than making an extra couple hundred bucks a week. So my priority, if I was trying to make extra money, would be to produce more podcast episodes, do more more marketing, create more sales funnels, write more books. Instead, my productive evenings, as an antisocial person, is to go out almost every evening. I don't like going out every evening, but I have plans for a party here in about a half an hour. I have dancing tomorrow. I don't have any plans on Wednesday because by then I'm tired. But then I have dancing on Thursdays. 
This is the Monday that I'm recording. So know what your actual values are. Know what your real edge is and don't fake it. Know what you want and you'll be able to get what you want better. That was a terrible sentence. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Chapter 6. Never change your mind just to please a woman. If she gives you new information and you change your mind due to the new perspective, that's okay. We're talking about don't change your mind just to placate her. You'll both resent it. You'll resent it because you are just placating her, and you're like, this is stupid, but whatever. And she'll resent it because you're not being a man. You're not doing masculine energy. You're not being a confident, self-assured person. Chapter 7. Your purpose must come before your relationship. Now, I just talked about one of my big priorities is finding a wife. But one of the big reasons that finding a wife for me in particular is hard is because my purpose in life is very unique. It's very interesting. I've had girls who absolutely loved me, were crazy about me. But when I talked about my goals and my dreams, they would get a look of disgust in their eyes. They're like, I can't believe that he's wanting to do that. Guess what? Those relationships didn't work out mainly because I was not willing to bend the knee to base. I wasn't willing to give up my dreams to make the relationship work. And that's how it's supposed to work. Now, if your dream is to be a t Twitch streamer and be a lazy bum all day, that's different from your purpose. And if you don't know what I'm meaning, you should probably go check out the first season of this podcast. But she will be happier with 30 minutes of focused attention than hours spent with you with you wanting to do something else. If you're just there for the sake of being there and your mind is somewhere else, that doesn't count as spending time with her. Ladies, if any of you are listening to this point in the book, forcing a man to do what you want to do makes nobody ha happy. In fact, I just saw a recent TikTok video of a girl who is upset because she wanted to go shopping and the husband said yes, but she's upset because he doesn't want to go shopping. Guess what? He's not going to want to go shopping. He wants to do the things that he's supposed to be doing. Now, gentlemen, that's same scenario. It's okay to go shopping every once in a while to spend time with the wife. Be enthusiastic about it. Ladies, do not try and make him go shopping all the freaking time. Let him do the things that he needs to do to complete his purpose. Chapter 8. Lean just beyond your edge. So, previous chapters, figure out your edge. What do you actually want? What are you actually willing to do to get to stay disciplined? You might not be willing to work six hours after a long day at work, but you might be willing to do two. This chapter, instead of doing two, try doing two and a half. Just do that little bit more. Get just a little bit out of your comfort zone. Embrace that fear just a little bit. Chapter nine, do it for love. Why are you doing anything? What's the whole point of any of this? It's for, I bet, 99% of you. It's because it's a desire to be able to help those that you love or because you want to be happy. But those go hand in hand. Chapter 10, enjoy friends' criticism. 
If your friend is somebody who genuinely cares about you, you should be willing to listen to them when they have genuine criticism. If your friend tells you you stink, go take a shower. Don't be upset that they told you that you stink. Thank them for letting you know that you stink and that you need to go take a shower. If how you approached a girl was kind of creepy, your friend should be able to tell you as a third-party observer that, hey, that wasn't probably the best idea. You're like, yeah, that probably wasn't. Ladies, this goes for you too. You are terrible at taking criticism, but even more annoyingly, you're terrible at letting your genuine critiques be known. It's always something that you want to grumble about. If an example of this would be, he never treats me like a gentleman, where in reality, all you're wanting is for him to open the door every once in a while. Enjoy your friend's criticism. Communicate. Help each other out. Don't be critical, but help. Don't be complaining. Don't be whining. Don't be a nag, but help your friends out by critiquing, helping them, and let your friends do that to you too. Chapter 11. If you don't know your purpose now, or if you don't know your purpose, discover it now. You need to figure out what your purpose is. A man without purpose lives a terrible life. Chapter 12. Be willing to change everything in your life. You'll have many minor purposes on the path to your main purpose. One of my minor purposes is this podcast. It doesn't make me a whole ton of money, but my obsession with success and teaching other people about success and improving their lives is part of my overall purpose of helping people be free and have a happier life. And if your minor purpose gets boring, it might be time to change or to stop. Now, don't necessarily quit the first time you get bored. I was bored of doing this podcast just a couple of weeks ago. I was like, do I really want to start a new season? Yeah, probably. Now I'm enjoying myself again. But if it's a prolonged period where you're like, I don't want to do this anymore, it's okay to let it go. It's a minor purpose. It was important. It helped you along your way towards your overall main purpose, but you don't have to be glued to it. You can change things up. You can flip the script and go an entirely new direction in pursuit of your main purpose. Chapter 13. Don't use your family as an excuse. I can't do that. I have kids. I can't do that. I have a wife. I can't do that. My parents disapprove. Don't give up on your purpose. You'll clock out. You'll be dull and uninterested in the world. And when you clock out, your women will have to start making decisions. And your kids won't be disciplined. And your parents will think you're a bum. Of course you're a bum. You gave up your purpose. You have no purpose in life. Why would you bear the responsibilities of being a man, being a masculine energy for your wife, if you have no purpose? Why would you discipline your kids if you have no purpose? So don't give up on your... Don't use your family as an excuse and give up on your purpose because it'll end up bad for everybody. Chapter 14. Don't get lost in tasks and duties. I'll use the podcast as an example again. I can't let the podcast take up too much time where it detracts me from the goals that I'm trying to accomplish to move towards my purpose. Now, the podcast is one of the tasks that help aid in the goals. But if I let the task dominate over everything, then the goals slip away and it's just me doing busy work. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? 
it's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Chapter 15. Stop hoping your woman will get easier. Your success means nothing to her. Just because you've done all of this really cool stuff in the past means nothing. She wants to know right here, right now, that you are unshakable, that you are solid. So she'll poke you. She'll be annoying. She'll do all those stupid tests that women constantly are coming up with. The one I've been seeing recently is the orange test. Like, will he peel an orange for you even though you're perfectly capable? That's a stupid test. But th just accept that that's not going away. They need to know that you're sound right here, right now. Not, your, not in the past, right here, right now. So if you think she's going to get easier, she's not. Moving into part two, dealing with women. And holy crap, am I going long. Speed round. Dealing with women. Chapter 16. Women are not liars. Emotions are more important than facts. It's what she's feeling right now that matters. She can change her mind within three minutes. But she's not lying when she says that she's not hungry. But as soon as the food arrives, she's like, ooh, those fries look really good. She didn't lie. She just changed her mind. Chapter 17. Praise her. Men grow by challenge. Women grow by praise. Don't say, hey, babe, you're getting fat. Say, I love the shape of your, bo your body. Yeah. Don't say you should start going to the gym. Say, I love the shape of your body. It works way better. Praise, 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 praise. Chapter 18. Tolerating her leads to resenting her. Don't tolerate her stupid behaviors. It ends up both of you being resentful. Be the man. Chapter 19. Don't analyze your woman. Quit trying to find the why. Just love her. It's not cause of anything. She's not angry cause of anything. There isn't a cause. It's the only cause there is, is at that very moment, she's not feeling enough love. So love her. Smother them with praise and love. Just assume she's a flower that needs watering. Chapter 20. Don't suggest that a woman fix her own emotional problems. She doesn't want to figure it out for you. For her birthday, don't be like, don't, uh, for her birthday, don't be like, what do you want? Do instead say something like, hey, babe, go pack your bags. I have a great plan for your birthday. She's an ocean of complex emotions and feelings. Quit trying to make her put it in order. It's complex. It's, there's waves and reefs of beautiful colors. She's not a boring cup. Quit trying to make it order. Women are chaos. And when their emotions are all over the place, stay with her. There's a reason why women find bull riders hot. Stand strong. Love her. But don't try and fix her and don't try and placate her. Chapter 24. Choose a woman who is your complementary opposite. Again, this book is for being masculine. If you're a more feminine man, find a more masculine woman. You need the sexual polarity. This goes for skills and attributes, too. I don't like talking to people that much. I'm capable of it, but I would like to find somebody who likes talking to people. That's one of the things I look for in a woman, because it's a compatible, complementary opposite. Chapter 25. Know what is important in your woman. When it comes to your woman, do you want a lover? Do you want a friend? Do you want a business partner? Those are different traits. You can't have it all. you got to pick what traits you're going after. 
Chapter 26. You will often want more than one woman. It's okay to acknowledge that. Don't pursue it. Chapter 27. Young women offer a special energy. Men like younger women. They have a vibrancy about them. Ladies, this is why it's desperately important, or this is why it's desperately tragic as to what's happened in the dating market, because almost all the women are just simply going to get aged out and be very lonely, because men like younger women. Chapter 28. Each woman has a temperature, and what he means by that is hot, cool, excitement, calming. Sometimes you want a girl who's exciting, who'll be fun. Sometimes you want a girl who you can cuddle. One isn't necessarily better than the other, but you still, once again, probably have to pick. Part four, what women really want. Choose a woman who chooses you. Don't try and pursue and convince a girl to settle with you. If she does, If she's not interested, don't pursue her. I know that's easier said than done. Chapter 30, what she says she wants is not what she says, or what she wants is not what she says. Chapter 31, her complaint is content-free. She's not complaining about you watching TV. It's that you promised that you were going to clean the garage and you're not keeping your word. She's complaining about you watching TV, but that's not what she's actually complaining about, if that made any sense. Chapter 32, she doesn't really want to be number one. Your purpose should be number one. If you make her number one, she feels like she's on a pedestal and gets all icky. Chapter 33. Your excellent track record is meaningless to her. She lives in the moment. Chapter 34. She wants to relax in the demonstration of your direction. Plan the date. Don't make her make decisions. She wants you to lead. Chapter 35. You are always searching for freedom. Honestly, I don't remember what that chapter was about. But you are always on the search for freedom. Chapter 36, own your darkest desires. Chapter 37, she wants the killer in you. Go out and get what you want. Chapter 38, she needs your consciousness to match her energy. Chapter 39, the feminine is abundant. Chapter 40, allow older women their magic. Chapter 41, turn your lust into gifts. Chapter 42, never allow your desire to become suppressed or depolarized. Don't become a shell of yourself. Chapter 43, use her attractiveness as a slingshot. And the next several chapters are all about sex. I don't really care about those. Chapter 49, insist on practice and growth. Chapter 50, restore your purpose in solitude with other men. You need space away from your woman sometimes. Chapter 51, practice dissolving. And that's it for today's episode. I will see you all next week because I am definitely out of time.